This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC during the course of the hour. One of the biggest complaints that I that I receive uh, from you folks is that you say you can't get through. So that's why I'm giving out the number early. So um, you can line up now, but uh, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Here is something I really want you to ponder this morning. Something I I really want you to think about. And uh, I'm very, very uh, interested in terms of your input as it relates to uh, this issue. How, how do we get out of the societal mess that we are in, in every state, in every city, when it comes to crime? How do we turn this around? I believe in our country, greatest place in the world to be, greatest country in the world, but we have got to turn this around. How do we go about doing so? And uh, what I what I thought about this morning, or I should say over a couple of hours, it it requires discipline and consequences, and of course, changing of the laws. That's a given. That's a given. Away from the far left, but. It requires discipline and consequences. No watered-down versions. You have to be held accountable for what you do, period. I say this uh, with this in mind. The Fox News meteorologist who was uh, attacked by the gang of rowdy teenagers on the uh, Manhattan subway uh, train, excuse me, and he says, excuse me, and he says City Hall is blowing it. City Hall is blowing it by failing to protect Big Apple strap hangers. 
the weatherman, Adam Klotz, and he makes some good points. He says, I want someone to be held responsible. Where is the structural change? He says, put some cops down there, and that he wants Mayor Adams to do something more long-term, that this wouldn't happen to someone else. Your calls are coming in. We're going to start with them in just a second. But I want you to listen to what the weatherman had to say when he appeared on the Fox News morning show. Well, it sounds like the ball is now in your court because the law department for the city says that if you file a complaint, then they will take it up with another department to decide whether or not to charge the kids. What are you going to do? I don't know. Like, I want... I want someone to be held responsible, but really what I want is some sort of change. I don't want this to happen to somebody else, and I don't think necessarily just these kids getting in trouble. Like, where's the structural change? Like, put some cops down there. I want Eric Adams to do something more long-term that that this won't happen to somebody else more than me just getting some sort of a revenge in the short term. Plus, That's what's more important. What's your message for the the kids? Because they might see this. Just don't throw it away. Like, they're not going to get in trouble because they're 15 and 16 and 17. But don't do this. You got your whole lives. Don't throw your lives away and do this again in a few more years. It's not, I mean, it's not worth it. I'm not worth it. This is not worth it. On your Instagram post, you had said, where are the parents? I mean, here's a group of 15, 16, 7-year-olds, 17-year-olds in the middle of the night, 1.15 a.m., probably should have been home. I, I mean, I should have been at home, right? What, what, are, what are we all doing out there? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. They, I don't know what, where the parents are, and who knows? Maybe they're working late. Like, it's tough in this city. But that's what's, that's what's awful is, like, sure, maybe I could have taken a $75 cab ride to get home, but most people can't do that, and I can't do that every single day. Like, we need the subways. We need a way to get around this city, Absolutely. and yet this is what's happening. And this is what's happening. A couple of our bullet points. Mount Vernon, New York. Not far from the city. You may recall the cheerleader, the high school cheerleader that was stabbed to death, Kayla Green. And frankly, there's there's this one photo of the young lady, and every time I look at this photo of her, She's now buried. I, I, I see her as, as a young lady that could have been my daughter. And my daughter was also a high school cheerleader uh, at Albertus uh, Magnus High School in Rockland County. And so the girl that stabbed her, a rival cheerleader type, uh, has just received a 15-year-old girl. And, and you know, it's the appropriate punishment. A 15-year-old girl just received up to nine years in prison. Nine years in prison for fatally stabbing the cheerleader. The uh, young lady apologized uh, in court Tuesday. But at age 15, she's looking at up to nine years in prison as she was sentenced today. And so this is what I mean about ponder and think about how do we turn this around. So I'm looking at all the calls. 
And it says, Michael, in New Jersey, oh, we can't straighten this out. I thought it said we can, but it says we can't. So now let's go from Mount Vernon. And we'll start with the phone calls in just a second. Let's go to a section of the Bronx where I grew up, the Fordham Road section of the Bronx. It is so bad. It is so bad that a group of Bronx merchants are so fed up with the rampant crime that they are hiring private security guards to keep order on the commercial strip of Fordham Road. It's a five-person ambassadors program being run by the Fordham Road Business Improvement District, Wednesdays through Saturdays between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. They will patrol the borough's busiest shopping district along Fordham Road from Jerome Avenue to Washington Avenue. They will meet and greet merchants and customers, and they're hoping to act as a deterrent to thieves, but also they are a set of additional eyes throughout the Fordham section to report any suspicious, unsafe activity or criminal acts. The Queen's mom, the Queen's mom, remember her savagely beaten by a ranting homeless man at a Howard Beach subway station? She's confirmed for the first time that she will indeed lose her eye because of the attack. She's going to be blind in her right eye, Elizabeth Gomes. The nerve system is completely damaged and the eye is horrible. So what happens the day before Valentine's Day for Miss Gomes, who is married? She's scheduled to meet with a specialist at the New York Eye and Ear Infirmary to learn the next steps in receiving a prosthetic eye. That's her life. Her life changed shortly after 5 a.m. September 20th as she got off the subway at at the uh, Howard Beach A train station on her way to her security guard job at Kennedy Airport. And the man uh, that did this, the man that did this to her, is not even going to face charges, uh, if you will, because he's in the custody of the uh, state mental health uh, agency. He's been deemed that he cannot, he's not fit to stand trial. So there's news on the George Santos front as well, the congressman, uh, in terms of now his um, his filings with the Federal Election Commission. Remember, I told you from day one his problem was the $700,000. Well, now he is admitting, based on his disclosure forms, that, it, that he did not fund his own campaign. Uh-oh, he's got a big problem. So now the question becomes, you said that you loaned yourself the campaign money. You did not, based on, and we all knew he didn't. Come on, folks. And so the the other question I'm pondering, to those of you that said to me, oh, leave Santos alone. Dominic, focus on the lying Democrats. Focus on the senator from Connecticut. Focus on Biden and his lies. You may have a point. But right now, the center of attention is Congressman Santos. And I want to know, now that he is admitting that he did not front the money for his campaign, 
are, are your feelings starting to change? A poll came out the other day where a majority of uh, New Yorkers feel that he should resign. But has your do you still feel? I get the politics that they need his vote, and and the Republicans you know, only have a four vote a four vote um, margin. You need his support. I get all of that. McCarthy needs him. I get all of that. But do you still feel he should remain in Congress? Let's start with uh, Stefano in the Bronx. Good morning, Stefano. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. How are you, my friend? So <clears throat> touch on your points real quick. One, my God, when I was a kid, Fordham Road, Alexander's, Frank Sporting Goods, Crazy Eddie's, it was the place to go. Sears down at the bottom. It was wonderful. It is. It's gone down okay. the toilet. Okay, okay. A, wait, 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 Stefano, Stefano, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. What do you know about Frank's Sporting Good? Come on now. What do you know about that? My father my father bought me my first rifle uh, for hunting there. Wow. Right on the corner, it was across, it was across the street from Alexander's. Wait, wait, wait. I thought, and, uh, but I thought Frank's was on uh, uh, Tremont and... You know, but or maybe they, they had moved. another store. Okay, they okay, had another okay. Store, but okay. the original was right there, and it was. Uh, I used to go there for all my sporting goods. My dad used to take me. This is when the Catskills were big. But uh, what a wonderful place it was! And uh, of course, right down at the bottom of the hill, Sears, Fordham University, wonderful place. It is a shame. It makes you cry if it, you remember. It does. It's the way is, it was. Is, is Sears still there? I'm, I haven't been to the area in a while. I know Alexander's is long gone. But do you know if Sears yeah. is still there at the bottom of the hill, Webster Avenue? I knew a, f- a few years ago when I went, it was. And then after that, I've never gone towards that direction anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to make it real quick, because I know you've got a lot of people. So the Santos thing, listen, as far as I'm concerned, like I said, I'm a middle-of-the-road guy, neither here nor there. If the guy deserves to go to jail, I hope he does. But as far as I'm concerned, I will not move one inch to help the Democrats in any way. So if they want to do that, let them figure it out. And the other thing about uh, how to stop things, unfortunately, I think that they should expand the demographics as far as the voting districts, because being such small districts, they're microcosms. And somebody like an Alexandria Cortez, all she's got to do is knock on a few doors. She's got the votes. She's in. But everything actually really starts at city level. So uh, everything that's getting passed starts at city level, then it goes upstate, and from upstate it goes to the the government. But city government is where it all starts because that's where they pass all this craziness. That's why Eric Adams is uh, never going to be able to uh, have any kind of compromise with the people up there. There's just too many people that don't want to. Even if he wants to side on uh, or error on the side of logic, and maybe he does want to do something good, those people will never allow it. They carry too much weight, too much vote. But anyway, listen, that's what I thought, and I'll leave room for the rest of your uh, your night to some other callers. But thank you very much for taking my call, Tom. Fair, fair enough, Stefano. Thank you for the call. From the Bronx, let's go to Massachusetts. Let's say good morning to Roger. Roger, what's on your mind? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um, two things about the crime. One is the minors, and the second one about the homeless. The minors... I think maybe it's about time that the parents feel it. Uh, they get fined or some type. Well, I guess fined is, is the way to um, to deal with it. Instead, you know, 
instead of, you know, locking them up. Uh, agree, agreed, Roger. I, I think the parents should be fined uh, that's what for I all mean. these crimes from now on. Hey, Roger, any I, minors, I want you to finish, um, but, but that's exactly it, what I'm referring to. When I said at the top, discipline and consequences, when I say discipline, I mean discipline within the communities, within the family structure units. And I, I don't know how you bring this about. I don't know how you bring this about. But but I agree with you that uh, that parents, and I know it's been tried in some states on the, on the initial level, that parents should be fined. Please continue. Okay. Okay, I, um, I I was apparently talking over you. I didn't realize that. I don't know where I left you, but um, uh, regarding the after the parents, I said there should be cameras everywhere since the city can afford to pay for these motels. They should load up all the subways and stops and platforms with cameras. And number three, regarding the homeless man, uh, the, the homeless that commit crimes like that should unfortunately just be just be put away, just be put away. They should be fed and, and just and put away. Roger, I'm 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 with you. Um, but see, the problem is you still have these far left politics, and and they they're destroying this this great country. Roger, I I appreciate your your call. Let's go to um, let's go to let's see here. Let's go to BJ in Queens. Good morning, BJ. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Great show. Listen uh, immediately. What we do is uh, there's about five hundred to about three thousand scumbags in this state that have rap sheets as big as a white page phone book. Lock them up immediately. Yank them off the street. They know exactly where they are. With everybody has a cell phone, they know how to geo-track them. They know where they hang out. They know what they're doing all night. They can just go and scoop them up, and immediately you will see an unbelievable. It will be like the sun came out of the uh, out of the storm. That's number one. Long term, we need convention of states. We need to have term limits. We need to put caps on spending, and we have to change leadership because these blue states are running the the country into the toilet. You look at California, you look at all this crazy talk about reparations, you look at this stupid mayor who led in uh, 50,000 homeless people, who, by the way, everyone knows he's, he's a racist. He calls people crackers. So I'll leave that aside. Let's forget that. But, you know, the guy turns around and gets imports 50,000 illegal immigrants and dumps them in our city for all of us to trip over. Okay, so we need term limits. We don't need leaders like that. We need term limits. We need caps on spending. And then we'll have a chance at uh, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic, which is very different. Uh, so that's my thoughts on until people have the gumption and the will to do that. We're, we're stuck, my friend. We're stuck. We might as well not have police because all they do now, they're afraid to enforce the law because no one backs them up. Hey, so BJ, that- BJ I, I completely support your idea of these career criminals locking them up. But how do we get around the current system that says, let them go, let them go? Oh, Nobody should be in jail because they can't afford uh, a bail. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. How do we get around that, BJ? I love the idea, but how do we get around that? The governor must fire 
the district attorney. That is within her purview. If she doesn't fire him, if she does, if he does not enforce the laws, then she she is not upholding the state constitution. Okay. And then there are there are legal ways to 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 remove people who do who violate the constitution from office. They can be that that is those are the mechanisms in place, and that is how our system works. Okay, it's all legal. Okay, so this is what needs to be done. But what what's happening now, Dominic? What's happening is people are cashing out. They're getting out of here. They're fleeing like rats from a sinking ship, and they're saying, "You know what, Dominic? You're stuck here. You deal with it." You know, right, right, right. People are not showing up to vote. They're, what? What? You got twenty percent. You moderated these debates. You know, people showed up. You moderated. I think it was you that moderated that district attorney debate. It was I a did. race to the bottom. It was I, a I race did. to the left. By, yes, you did. You're masterful, by the way. Well, thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Thank you, BJ, for the call. I appreciate your comments. Uh, I'm about to take a break, but before we do so, I'm going to get to all of your calls. Let's go to uh, Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. You're on the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, my shining star. Um, the thing, there's so many things about this last um, incident with the weatherman and the um, so-called menacing teens. That is not menacing. They were first of all, they're underage. They're smoking marijuana on Susan, the subway. Susan, I'm going to let you finish, but but I believe in calling the situation for what for what it is. They were a wolf pack, and that's what these groups of young teens are. I don't care what you call them; they're a wolf pack, and they and they're looking for prey. And once they find prey, they pounce on it, and that's what they did to this weatherman. And then once they get caught, if they get caught, Susan, then we're told, oh, they're a minor, and we have to go through the proper chains. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll investigate, and if the if two agencies agree that we should go forward on this, I believe they're still looking for one 17-year-old. But please continue, Susan. So what is the effect of these youngsters smoking marijuana, which could be laced with God knows what, and that they put a man's hair on fire in the subway, and they just call that some kind of a minor incident or whatever? They they told the parents just to come pick them up. Well, Mayor Adams, he said, oh, of course this can't be for underage. Now, these kids are getting their whole moral compass through this this drug is being ruined and their their ambition everything and then that the that the parents don't even do anything and they tell the parents to just come pick them up that's there's no consequences hey, hey, Susan, so that it, they can maybe turn their life around Susan there's only one thing you just said that I strongly disagree with And understand where I'm coming from, folks. I am not talking about all young people. A majority of young people uh, want to do positive things and are out there going to school and doing great things. But one thing you said, Susan, that I do not agree with, you said uh, their ambition. There is a group of young people, if we're going to be honest about this problem, that they have no ambition, that, that they... 
I, I don't even know the proper way to describe it, but it's dysfunction on top of dysfunction on top of dysfunction. And then when they run around doing crazy things, we're told, oh, they're minors, they're minors. Susan, please uh, uh, do me a favor, Susan. Hold on, because I've got to take a break. I want to continue with you. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back with more of your telephone calls. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. We are back and what I have thrown out to you folks this morning is how do we get out of this societal mess that we are in in every state when it comes to crime? And my answer happens to be discipline, and I'm talking about the individual. I'm talking about the parents and consequences. No watered-down versions. You have to be held accountable for what you do, period. I was talking with Susan uh, before the break, and Susan, you were just making the point that these kids that attacked the, uh, allegedly the Fox uh, meteorologist that they were smoking marijuana, God knows what's in it. And uh, continue with your point, Susan. Well, I think maybe I didn't speak um, clearly enough about um, the effects that smoking um, marijuana, especially because it gives a quick uh, hit to the brain and it confiscates the reward center in the brain, and it, it has a way of taking away ambition to do anything good because the brain is just seeking that quick hit. And then it, when they get together, there should be the parents, and even Mayor Adams has specifically says, oh, of course, you know, this is not for, um, you know, this is like, like alcohol. You're not supposed to do this underage. And it has an extremely negative effect. And then when they get together, even good kids can be can get drawn into this, as you said, like a pack mentality. But uh, but to make light of the fact that, first of all, to even light cigarette or marijuana cigarette, anything, light a match on a subway train is endangering so many people. Somebody could just have a very flammable uh, a fabric on and and go up and smoke, and then if the train gets stuck, and then the whole if, if, this is insane that they would just think that this is a minor incident, and there has to be some consequences. And if these kids are young, if they would get some consequences now, it may prevent them from going on and doing worse things if there's no consequences, Dominic. And I've heard you speak about this. You and I are kindred spirits in this. We want to save these kids. Kids make mistakes when they're young, but they need to get on the right course. 
Yes, 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 Susan. We we agree, and and I really appreciate your call, and I'm glad that you said the point that we want to see all of these kids succeed because that's where my heart is. That's where my heart is, but the nonsense has to stop. And the worst thing that has happened in this country, trust me when I tell you this, folks, all of this far-left politics has been very detrimental to the country and in particular to urban areas because you have communities all over the country that now believe that dysfunctional behavior is okay, is okay, is okay. Thank you for the call, Susan. I really appreciate it. Let's go to the Upper East Side. Let's say good morning to Michael. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Um, let's start at the beginning. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here, Michael. Please go ahead. I have a lot of calls. I heard a pain. Michael, please go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go to the next. It has to start in the school system, okay? You have how many people graduate from public school in the city with some sort of a regents or equivalent diploma. Do you know the statistic on that? I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, okay. Michael. It's around 28%. So what are the rest of these people going to do? They right, right, but, 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 a re, but, a regents, but a regents diploma is not considered a regular diploma. That That's that's for exceptional academic uh, so, so it's not fair to say that that every kid we would want every kid to have a regents diploma, but it's not fair to say that that's an indicator of kids that are succeeding or not, because that's that's an exceptional, uh, if you will, uh, a diploma, Michael. How many kids? Okay, let's change the goal line then. How many kids graduate from high school with the ability to do basic math and? English and thereby get a job. Okay, this is where it's beginning. When I graduated from high school, you needed an 85 average to get into CCNY. Then it dropped shortly thereafter, early 70s. I think it dropped down to 75. Then people complained, oh, you're discriminating. You're not letting these people in. So it dropped down to 65. So they let these people in. And then they have to take remedial courses in math, in math and English. So this is where it starts. Erman Badil, who you knew, came out with the phrase, the dumbing down of society. So we are just breeding more and more dumbed down people. I, I, I hear you, no Michael. I, I hear you, Michael, but, but I do I do have to say, and I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth, I do have to say that we have to present opportunity. And so if it means that I hear you on the argument, Michael, but if it means that a kid can get into a CUNY and and they have to take remedial classes, then so be it. If as long as they can do the work, as long as they can do the work, Michael, I thank you for the call. As long as they can do the work, we, they, we've we got to have a venue. We've got to have an opportunity for for young people. But again, we've got to have discipline and we've got to have consequences. Mike and Queens. Good morning, Mike. 
What's on your mind? Uh, everything's on my mind. Let's, uh, b- besides hair and bone, everything is on my mind. Listen, real quick. The, first of all, these kids didn't uh, pay to get on the train. That's pretty much obvious. And all this crazy stuff starts at the point of entry where you, you get fair beaters just breaking the law right okay, now. I, I, agree, I agree with you, Michael. I, Mike, I agree with you. But we cannot make the assumption that they didn't pay. Until that's a fact. We can, <laughs> we, I, I mean, you, you, you can assume all you want to, but but yeah. but it's not it's not factual that we know as of yet. Please continue. All right, well, I, I get the picture. Okay. Also, uh, we can't identify, you know, uh, little Johnny or little Mary if she breaks the law because she's a minor. What about the parents? Why can't we publicly shame the parents, who they are, or the group home where they live, or something. At the very least, they can tell us, give a little heads up where these crazy kids are. Uh, And I'm sure they go home, they create as much havoc in their neighborhood as they do on the train. So why can't we identify the parents in the press versus uh, uh, the kids? I mean, the kids are minds who can't say their names, but what are the parents? Why we can't say the, the parents' names? I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you very much. You, you know what, Mike? Thank you for the call. That's that's not necessarily a bad idea. I know it sounds cruel to say identify parents that may be struggling with a troubled child, but something something has to change. Something something has to give. And again, I I think about the uh, the woman, right? The woman that was savagely beat by the homeless man, the mentally ill homeless man at the Howard Beach subway station. She's going to lose her right eye. And and uh, he's he's not competent to stand trial. And uh, according to the Queens District Attorney, and uh, he's in the care of the state uh, mental health uh, agency. She's going to lose her right eye. She got up to go to work 5 a.m. in the morning, and he's stomping her at a train station for no apparent reason. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Uh, Good morning to you, Dominic. Uh, You know, what we could do about this uh, crime problem in the big cities and the urban areas, uh, you know, we should turn back uh, the the mayors who are soft on crime. Uh, For instance, uh, next month, uh, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, she's seeking a second term. And I'm hoping the good people of Chicago will de- deny her that opportunity. Don't, uh, as you don't, know, don't hold your breath. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, it's always hard to beat an incumbent. But as you know, uh, Ken Griffin, uh, the billionaire philanthropist who did so much for Chicago, due to the crime there is out of control, he took his whole operation and he took off to Florida. So, I mean, she's failed, and uh, I think – you know, it starts by getting rid of uh, these mayors who who won't do their jobs. Well, you, you know, Al, you, you make a, a great point, but things are so warped. Things are so warped. Just look at it in, in, in Harlem with um, if you want to understand how confused we are as a people. Um, just look at look at my Instagram on on the post that I made about Bruce Teitelbaum, the developer with the $700 million uh, housing development in Harlem where half was going to go to low to moderate income, and you have the Socialist Council member that said no. Just look at the comments on that post, and I left them there for a reason. And and uh, one of them said, you know, we're tired of black people being abused. We're going to stand our ground. But you're standing your ground, and now you have nothing 
as compared to a $700 million development where, where the developer was going to hire local children and people in the community would be able to live. Oh no, it's not going to be, it's not, this is what it says on the post. It's not going to be people in the community. It, it was a, it was a, a Washington Heights person on, on the development team and, and they're going to bring it on. They're going to make the apartments only for residents of Washington Heights. Huh? I mean, and, and, and also, so, okay, wait a minute. I said discipline, consequences, but also I need to add one other thing, education. Education. Because some of these activist comments, I mean, it's just, and I left them. Just go to my Instagram, uh, Dominic Carter. <laughs> it's just Dominic Carter Instagram. And just look at some of the comments that people are, are making. And, oh, so education, I, I stand updated. Education, discipline, consequences. Steve in Chinatown. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, hi, Dominic. Um, I'm going to comment on the um, the kids, on the, the, the teenagers on the, the, the train. But first, I also wanted to say that one of your callers was talking about uh, Mayor Adams, and I believe, I think I heard that they said that Mayor Adams let 50,000 migrants come in. That's I, that's what he I, said. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't think he let them. I mean, you couldn't put a wall. You know, you couldn't stop them. They're here. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't have happened. Nobody no, no Steve, them. you could have stopped them. You could. The mayor, the mayor embraced them, and that's why they are okay. still continuing to come. Okay, off topic just a little bit, but I wanted to know about, is the mayor able to take all of the homeless people that we have here in New York, put them on a bus if they, uh, uh, if they want to, and can we ship the homeless people down to Florida? I mean, the weather's better down there right now. Well, I'm, I'm sure uh, that that would be fought in court immediately by activists here in federal court. <laughs> In federal court, and and it wouldn't happen uh, because it's abusing the rights of the homeless. Now we're talking about American citizens. I'm not talking about migrants. Yeah, it's cold in New York. Maybe they want to go to Florida, so we can put them on the bus and and bring them to Florida. They're still in the United States. There there have been experiments where where the homeless uh, has been shipped upstate, and sometimes it passes muster with the uh, court system. Sometimes it doesn't, but. I don't see that actually happening, Steve. Okay. So about the kids, all the, you know, the, the, the guys on the train, marijuana usually mellows you out. So something's wrong with that picture in regards to the way they were just acting and, you know, viciously and savagely. Usually I've been around crowds with so many people smoking and smoking, and usually a fight doesn't even break out. Alcohol or something else, yeah. I'm not saying that they should be doing this, especially on the train, but let's not put so much focus on the marijuana because I think these kids would have been doing this anyway, and most of the focus is on education. They don't care, and there's no accountability. What's going to happen to them? A 15-year-old girl gets three years in jail after stabbing another girl in school. So what's going to happen? Three years from taking somebody's life? Well, it's up. It's up to nine years. You're talking about the uh, potentially oh, up to nine years. Nine, okay. You, you're talking about the Mount yeah. Vernon case. 
Hey, hey, Steve, you know what? Do yes. me a favor and just hold on. I've got to take a break. I've got to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. We will have our Carter Care segment, and we will continue with Steve calling in from Chinatown. W-A-B-C. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The city is being pushed to the limit. What am I referring to? Referring to an influx of migrants uh, wrecking havoc, uh, in particular on a Brooklyn soup kitchen that serves as a lifeline for the needy in Gowanus and Park Slope. The privately run community help in Park Slope has been stressed and pushed to the limit since some 300 asylum seekers moved to a nearby hotel, leaving staff scrambling, literally scrambling, to provide food and clothes and to help uh, local clients worried that they might not be able to get meals. So in other words, the local Brooklyn community is being stretched and people in the community, Americans may not eat, because they're being pushed in ways that they've never been uh, pushed before. So this kitchen, which also provides uh, clothing, has been doing its best to deal with the influx of our clients, but is calling on the city to do more. I was just talking to uh, Steve in Chinatown, and Steve's point was, as it relates to the young men that attacked the uh, allegedly the uh, Fox um, meteorologist, he says, don't blame the weed because weed calms you down. But, Steve, we don't know what this stuff may have been laced with. Now, I do agree with you that weed or no weed, these young men were probably going to do this anyway. Yeah, I think, you know, it's not just the abuse. These guys are going to either drink or smoke or do something. It's the person. It's even before they take the substance. The substance might amplify it, but, like, right now people are going after guns, 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 and now they're stabbing the person is going to find a way to do something wrong. There's no education. You're talking about regions. They're dropping out of school in the ninth and the tenth grade. And then what do you think is going to happen after then? All of these kids, nobody got a job, nobody pays rent, and everybody feels entitled to the newest pair of 300 pair of jeans. You know, Steve. You, no Steve, Steve, you just you just hit it on the head. <laughs> Everyone. I have an 18 year old. I haven't sorry for cutting you up, but I have an eighteen year old son who's who smokes weed, all right, and I hate it. The baggy pants do not come into my house with your pants dropped off. You look stupid. You don't look cool, you look stupid. On and on and on and on. I mean I block him, take his allowance away. He even says, Yo, everybody in the school, all the teachers are always talking about you. They're like, Yo, you don't play. Yeah, I don't play. Well, I'm a single father, all right? I got to stay on you because, <laughs> trust me, you don't want to know what's out there if I don't hate. You know, right. And, and Steve, Steve, th- thank you for being strong with your son. And to your point, to your point, you're right. 
if the parents don't deal with them, society eventually nowadays will deal with them. I thank you for the call, Steve. Very enlightening to hear what you had to say calling from Chinatown. Let's go to Frank, Frank in Queens, who wants to talk about Congressman George Santos, who has new major problems. Go right ahead, Frank. Hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. Quickly, before I get to George Santos, uh, as far as that incident on the train, you and I are old enough to remember back in the 80s, they used to call that wilding. You remember that, right? Yes, I, I do. I do uh, recall that. Yes. And I remember. So let's, Go ahead. So that's nothing new in this city. I mean, it's been happening for decades. But anyway, on to George Santos. Yeah, I live in this district um, in uh in uh, Whitestone, Queens, it, it was likely um, this part of Queens that put him over the top. Um, and we still, we haven't changed our stance on him. Until they carry him or walk him out in cuffs, cuffs and put him into jail. It's coming very soon. Take... It's coming very soon. <laughs> well, when it happens, that's fine. But we will still take him and his conservative vote over Zimmerman or any Democrat in this district. Okay, hey, Frank, wait, 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 Frank, wait, but you're glossing over the news headline this morning. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, and here's what I want you to react to. This was the big issue that can tie him up and get him in jail. All the other stuff is just him lying. So he claimed that he loaned his campaign hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal dollars. According to Tuesday filings with the Federal Election Commission, he now says the six-figure loan came from, uh, it wasn't from his private nest egg, according to amended uh, returns. So in other words, the box that was checked indicating the money was personal funds of the candidate, now an amended returns is unchecked. That's a big problem. So you still don't have a problem with that. Oh, no, Dominic, now you convinced me. I'm going to vote Democrat. You're right. You're right. Now I'm going to vote Democrat and have migrants in my district out here in Queens along the uh, the Nassau-Queens border. The four of them robbed the Macy's the other night, the $12,000. You heard about that. Well, they didn't, ro- they didn't just- rob the Macy's. They were accused of shoplifting. But go ahead. Right. That's George Santos's district. That's our district. That's going to be more of the same if a Democrat gets in. So, again, when he is indicted or found guilty, so be it. But until then, he could be like Weekend at Bernie's. We'll still vote for him. Okay, well, Weekend at Bernie's. All right, Frank, thank you for the call from Queens. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Mike. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. These uh, cockroaches that beat up the guy, the, the uh, meteorologist, Nothing's going to happen until one, uh, one, one or the other. Either the people are going to take uh, uh, things into their own hands, which the train had other people in, in that train. I don't know why nobody else got involved. And the other part is it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to be done until it happens to one of these uh, politicians or, or uh, you know, these uh, uh, ADAs or anything to that nature. And they've got to start prosecuting criminals as criminals and not say oh well he's not he's he's 17 and a half so he's a he's a minor no let's deal with reality they tried to kill him well i i I, I don't know if they tried to kill him but what they did was totally totally inappropriate 
and Mike, they should be held accountable for it. I thank you for the call. Let, let, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm, I'm trying to move to as many calls as I can. Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Good morning, Eric. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Uh, your last caller, I mean, he just said that we were the same in, in the 80s, whatever. I was this, these kids' age in the mid-80s, okay? We were loud and obnoxious, but we were victimizing people or, or smoking weed or setting old men's hair on fire, you know. So it's not the same. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little, he's like, it's not the same. It's just, this, this is serious. This is, you know, you're attacking people. You're, you, you know, who God knows what could have happened. You know, what, what if he was wearing flammable stuff like the other caller said, you right. know, right. It, you know, it's, it's just, I don't like and, 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 and Eric, you know, this, this shouldn't happen to anybody setting their yeah, hair yeah, on no, fire, but, not. but in yeah, particularly to an elderly man, what about the yeah. dignity that, that, that this is a yeah. senior citizen and, and, and you should be escorting him off the train if necessary, yeah, exactly. if he needs exactly. help rather than lighting his hair on fire. Yeah. No conscience, no conscience, you know, well, so Eric, caught, and yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let me sure, go Donna, now. Sure. Thank you. Let me go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? John is no longer there. Okay, let's go to Rob in Secaucus. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? How are you, Dominic? Good to talk to you again. Um, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I, I think that was a, 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 a pertinent conversation pre- uh, previously about the degraded uh, skill set. It, it's almost as if, you know, the, the young people of today have had an entirely different skill set installed into their brain, which probably comes from either Samsung or Apple or the likes, right? So they've become proficient mobile phone operators, but only proficient mobile phone operators. They don't have any plumbing skills, any electrical skills, any welding skills, any automotive skills, any carpentry skills. These, they're they're not capable of putting a nail in the wall without making, and so it's such a, it's such a, it's so tantamount to, it's almost tantamount to saying, to to deny that this is happening to our young youth, to, to deny that they're not measurably dumber than the previous generations. That's, that's tantamount to denying that people are dying all over the world right now from heart attacks and so forth. It, what is this thing about not people not being able to believe their own eyes? It, it is a form of hypnosis known as mass formation psychosis, by the way. Why it is that a society refuses to believe what its own two eyes can clearly see? You know, Rob, that that is a uh, a great point. If it's right in front of you, why are you in denial? And and I got to move on, Rob. But thank you. And acting like you don't see it. In a moment, we're going to go to Sean in Manhattan. But first, I want to bring in Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight coming up at the top of the hour. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How about yourself? I am doing great. Action Pack show coming up for the next four hours. Uh, next hour, we're going to have our biweekly visit from Steve Cates, a.k.a. Dr. Sky. Something very interesting is happening. People are able to see fewer stars than ever right now. And the reason may surprise you. So he's going to break that down for us. And I'm going to be joined by former WABC radio talk show host, the former co-host of Religion on the Line, and a guy who's now the superintendent of the uh, Catholic schools in Brooklyn, Deacon Kevin McCormick. We're going to discuss the state of public education, discuss the state of Catholic school education, uh, the state of the Catholic church, a whole bunch of other things. I'm looking forward to the conversation very much and I have a few other tricks up my sleeve as well. 
I look forward to it. Frank Morano, who's going to uh, engage in uh, answering some of these calls up until the top of the hour. I mentioned Sean in Manhattan. Good morning, Sean. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Go right ahead, please. And I love you, Dominic. Um, love I you mean, too, man. Want, Thank you. I'll make, I'll make it quick. Uh, last night when, Don, when Frank got on, he said, oh, this attack or the man or something. And then Frank Morano goes, oh, I got nothing to say. Well, I mean, because Frank Morano can't say anything because he'll get in trouble if he says no. anything. No, no, He'll no, be no. rioting the next day at the ABC. But I'm just saying, I'll get, I'll get yeah, to my John, point. I think it was more of a reflection that I had 40 seconds left to speak, and well, it was a little it. bit I'm of a complicated. Okay, I got it. Because you don't want to get in trouble and people be protesting, yada, yada, yada. No, 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 no. By the way, you're welcome to protest me. I would love to be protested. No, I could no, use the attention. No. Be hey, my Sean, guest. Wait, Sean, let, let me just say this, Sean, and then we'll let you continue. I don't mean that. Wait, wait, Sean, just, just please listen for a second. So every night um, as we're tossing from this show to Frank's show, he comes on the last five minutes, and we try to get to as many calls as possible. But we have to time things up to a heartbreak. And so when I'll say to a caller sometimes, I've got 15 seconds, and people will think they can talk for 40 seconds. Or maybe they don't know what 40 seconds are. But so when when I say the real time, so when Frank says he's looking at the clock just like I am, up to the second, and we've got to hit a hard out. And that's what happens. So we, you could be talking about the greatest topic in the world. When that hard out hits, we have got to be out into commercial. So that's what happens, Sean. Please continue now. So, I mean, when you have young people and they do disgusting things, they have to be punished. And then, and then, and then if you don't do it, they're going to keep doing it. It's like a puppy. If you have a puppy and it's going to the bathroom all over the place, you have to train it. Or it's going to keep doing. It's going to keep going to the bathroom all over. Yes. Same thing with teenagers. You're but right. to attack somebody like that is just where's the parents? Where's the damn mother? You should be ashamed of yourself that your kid has the audacity to light someone on fire. What is wrong with our society that this accepted? Sure, uh, Dominic, I know we only have 10 seconds. Can you give me a detailed analysis of where you are and the implications of welfare reform? <laughs> Frank Morano is coming up right now, folks. I mentioned that hard out. I'll be back again tomorrow. Same time, same station, Talk Radio 77 WABC.